That was the Soul Ship Enterprise. May it live on in your hearts. Stay tuned. Exploding Head Movies is coming up next here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Well-known pimp. Narcotics king. Big-time racketeer. Back in full force. This could be one of the big moments in your life. Don't make it your last. Look, this thing might be bigger than even we think it is. Do you need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life? Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV? My name is Gap. Exploding Head Movies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future, and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. p.m. on CITR 11.9 FM, Vancouver. Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. Catch Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7 Time that all good twisters came to the aid of UBC Radio. We are faced in this great day of disaster with an impending twist party. November 22nd, a date that will live in infamy. There's a free twist party in Brock Hall. November 22nd, Brock Hall, it's all free. Remember, no foot faulting. Keep a straight bat. Make this a twist party fit for Chubby Chucker. Baha.
Long speculated. Hinted at via rumor, but actually uploaded on Christmas Day onto SoundCloud. Those Radiohead with their proposed and rejected title song for the recent James Bond film Spectre. Lead singer Tom York indicated that the Bond producers approached the Oxford Quintet back in 2014 to write a song for the 24th film in the Ian Fleming spy series. And Radiohead had been longtime fans of Bond for quite some time, and one popular bootleg that's been available for years is a live cover that they did of Carly Simon's Nobody Does It Better from 1975, Roger Moore outing the spy who loved me. At this point, as we know, British pop singer Sam Smith wound up with the official nod with his song Writings on the Wall, supposedly written in under half an hour, and a song that I profiled several weeks ago when we listened to uh, Thomas Newman's score. And on Twitter, York said that uh, it didn't work out, but the song became something that, on its own that the band loved very much. So without any plans for release, they made it freely of a bit downloadable as a gift. Wishing us a Merry Christmas, and may the force be with us. Some fan has uh, already edited the opening titles from the film Spectre with Radiohead's song. But with the tentacles over top naked bodies and smoke and all that wonderful stuff that you see at the start of every Bond film. As for Radiohead news, uh, the regular producer Nigel Godrick managed to have a sneaky cameo in the new Star Wars film The Force Awakens. Uh, that was via his connections to director pal Edgar Wright, as he pulled favors with the Force director, J.J. Abrams, and he appeared as a stormtrooper. Of course, this connects back to James Bond in a way, since Daniel Craig, the current Bond, also dresses up as a stormtrooper. Of course, his designation is JB007. Har, har, har. And he's in a scene with Ray, played by Daisy Ridley, and there's some mind tricks involved. No word yet on Radiohead releasing any new material soon, though all hopes are that uh, with what we heard in Spectre there, their sound remains weirdly seductive as they potentially release a ninth album, though I know that they've discussed about uh, alternative release plans. Curious to see how they'll do it anyways, because Tom York as of late has opted for more peer-to-peer type releases, at least for his solo material, but uh, Johnny Green would remain steadfast with uh, conventional releases, especially with his soundtrack work. Uh, recently appeared as uh, a subject in a documentary called Junoon, as he worked with Israeli composer Shai Ben-Zur and a group of Indian musicians at the 15th century fort called Mirangar in the Indian state of Rajasthan. And the documentary was directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. And then we started the show with a vintage slice of CITR history. Going back to 1963, there was an old car promoting a twisting party on a date that will live in infamy. You can find that on last year's Sub Pop cassette, created for last year's Fun Drive as a tribute to life in the old Student Union building before we moved into the Student Nest. So good evening and Happy New Year. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's pursuant community radio station, CITR. Your voice of UBC here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory. From the student nest here on campus to the lower mainland of BC. Here, but elsewhere, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. We have live streams. Past episodes of every show are available, not only as a podcast, but as its own little webpage that you can play audio from. My name is Gak, and I'll be steadily approaching you for the next two hours. So watch yourselves and stay on the move when appropriate. 
Phone number of the station, those listening live is 604-822-2487. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point, since we are mixing everything live. But you can email me anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at 100air. You can also CITR, at CITR Radio. And Exploding Hit Movies is also on Facebook. Maybe we'll set up a separate Instagram thing, since sometimes I post weird photos of things. So welcome to the 11th day of Christmas. Hopefully I have all your pipers piping away. Twelfth night will be approaching tomorrow eve on the cusp of epiphany or then the orthodox christmas so hopefully you had a joyful and peaceful holiday season and uh so far a happy start to what is now 2016 in the background ever faintly here this is at slash nu and this is an extended mix of subsurface found on their 2014 album psi grove and ATNU is the work of Canadians Igor Ivanov and Sammy Blanco. And at some point, it will properly trigger that this year is 2016. So last year is now 2015, and all the other years just bump one back. So at one point, I was hoping to proceed with a continuation of a recent trend in Star Wars profile, since uh, I did share the 1977 original score by John Williams in the lead-up to The Force Awakens, which I finally saw yesterday. Once all the holiday travel I had to deal with ended, and had a moment to breathe, and then opted not to breathe further. So, But with the Oscar announcements looming, I gambled with and thought that Williams would get his unprecedented 50th nomination for his work on the seventh part of the space opera. So uh, we'll wait a couple weeks once the nominations are out and then realize what mistakes I made. So we'll hold off on the hateful eight as well, and uh, we'll go with a score that uh, I sure profiled earlier. And uh, it'll be a disaster piece in his chiptune-inspired music from... The horror film It Follows, but I also share some of his video game work, particularly for uh, the 2012 game Fez, a charming puzzle of a game that way. So, um, let's kick off with some acts that uh, released some new music before 2015 ended. Uh, we'll skip LCD Sound System for now because they actually released a Christmas song, but we'll go with DJ Shadow, and uh, 2014 released an EP through his new label Liquid Amber, and he apparently was one half of Night School Click with G. Jones. But uh, he should be releasing an album later this year. And uh, he released a preview track as part of Christmas. So this is going to be DJ Shadow with a little trap-inspired number called Swerve here on the inaugural 2016 edition of Exploding Head Movies on the timeless CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
caught your attention. It also caught the attention of the coolest people from Squamish to Bellingham. Music fans, students, and members of various cultural communities. If you want your ad to do the same, advertise with CITR and Discorder. If you've got a rad new ad or just something you want to share, whether in print, on air, or online, promote your wares, services, or events with us. Contact us at advertising at citr.ca or call 604-822-4342. Visit citr.ca for rates, information, and packages. This is the end of our ad, and if you're still here, we must be doing something right.
With what looks to be a tradition on his part, uploading a track before a year ends, that was uh, uploaded New Year's Eve onto Bandcamp. Teen Days from Abbotsford. And that track, it's French. Celebre. Uh, as the mysterious Jameson states, 2015 was an amazing year for him, and he had an amazing time spending time working on and sharing two albums, A World Away and Morning World. He's hoping with Celebre that uh, this will be the first in a Funa series. Because he's feeling at this time it's his chance to put something positive into the world. So, with this single and many songs to come, he'll bring you light, fun, and some dancing. So far, 2016 is shaping up to be interesting for him. Though, mostly for those across the Atlantic, since uh, they'll see more of him firsthand. Since Teen Days has several European dates in January and February. And behind me, this is Deichkind with Happy New Fear. And this is off the soundtrack to last year's film at Victoria. And I profiled Niles Frum's piano work from that film back in July 13th, 2015. And you can find that show both on the current podcast if you're subscribed to it in iTunes or however you collect your RSS feeds. But uh, the Exploding Head Movies page on CITR.ca has it. Pretty nifty little playlist option there, too. Now, part of any New Year offers a chance to anticipate new music, though it's also catch-up time on various acts that uh, slip the radar a bit, especially those that may have released material early in 2015 or those that uh, came out a little bit later. So here are at least two for me, and starting off Magical Clouds. It's the project of Devin Welsh, which has expanded to include Matthew Otto. And uh, they had some tours opening up for Grimes and Lord recently. Last year, Magical Clouds released Are You Alone? And that was through the Matador label. And I had hoped to share another song earlier, but uh, the associated playlist that I had with that song keeps getting bumped. But uh, I'll sort that out one day. Thankfully, you have a chance to not miss Magical Clouds when he comes into town later in the month. And Timber Concert presents him Friday, January 22nd at the Cobalt at 917 Main. And uh, doors open at 7, shows at 8, uh, tickets start at $12. You can get them online or in person at Red Cat or Zulu. And it's a 19 and older show. So from Are You Alone, as hinted at before, Mr. Man here could uh, mix things down. This will be Magical Clouds with Downtown.
British Columbia's beautiful wilderness with the UBC Varsity Outdoors Club. Try your hand at hiking, backcountry skiing, rock climbing, kayaking, and much more. Whether you're a beginner or an expert, we have trips happening every week, usually at no cost. Check us out online at ubc-voc.com.
Off their latest album, False Work, of Montreal's Young Galaxy with Body. And False Work came out through Paper Bag Records towards the tail end of October. And it sort of continues on with the trio's trend of working with Swedish producer Dan Lisvik. And Young Galaxy originally had some plans to play the Imperial in February, but due to unforeseen circumstances, they had to scrap all their West Coast dates, profusely apologizing and hoping to reschedule them soon. If you had tickets for that, you can request a refund from the point of purchase of which you made them. Their East Coast dates at this point are still a go. Now, if you're looking for something to do in the coming days or so, I know it's pretty light concert-wise, but uh, the Rio Theater does have some things covered. And let's talk about uh, what's happening this Wednesday, January 6th, which is the Epiphany or the Orthodox Christmas. Why not spend it watching Volumes 1 and 2 of Kill Bill from Quentin Tarantino, starring Uma Thurman as the bride as she seeks revenge. So Volume 1 uh, screens at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, and then Volume 2 at 9.15 p.m. Now, at one point, Tarantino had hoped to combine the two together, but that hasn't really come out in any official capacity, so I think this is as close as it gets for now. You can watch each film for $8 in advance or $10 at the door, but you can watch both for $13 advance or $15 at the door. Then it continues on with the Tarantino vibe because on Friday, January 8th, it's time for The Hateful Eight. His latest film, a western of sorts, featuring some scorework by the great Ennio Morricone. So tickets start at $10. At advance, it's $12 at the door. Screenings are from 2.45 p.m., then 6.20 and 10.15. And those are the same times on Saturday, January 9th. And then there's some regular 5 and 8 p.m. screenings from Monday to Thursday next week. As for Sunday, it'll be 12.30 and 8.45, because in between, it's a free Golden Globes party. Doors at 4, ceremony at 5. And I think there's costumes and other prizes at hand that way. That's the Rio Theater at the corner of Commercial and East Broadway. Near the Broadway Skytrain Station, you can check the schedule. For those and more events at RioTheater.ca. Now, my impression from what I see in the listings is the Park Theater on Canby Street is still showing the 70mm version of The Hateful Eight, which apparently features more of the film and less edited down. But you can always check the Park Theater information, I think, through Cineplex and get the full skinny that way. Anyways, in the background, since we just heard a track called Body, this is Motoko with Light, is body, and this is off the 2014 EP Inner Life. And Motoko is one of the many aliases of London, Ontario producer Jordan Pearson. Another is a more kind of new wave slash dark wave act, and they're called Halcyon. And they released a little single last year. And I've shared the B side in the past, but it's time for the A side. This will be Halcyon with your love in my heart. Here on Exploding Head Movies, CITR 101.9 FM. In Vancouver. Hopefully 2016 is treating you right so far.
Without the help and support of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theatre, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theatre, visit their website at www.riotheatre.ca.
Oh, that was one of the tracks that had to be bumped from my year in review show a couple weeks back. Uh, due to time. So I can only put too much in two hours. Off 2015's Vega International Night School, that was Neon Indian with the Glitzy Hive. An apt name for that song's vibe. Neon Indian's the moniker of Alan Palomo. And for his third album, he opted for more purely 80s production style. Definitely moving past the chill wave in the VHS realms. And it's sort of evidence with some of the promotional material generated. Included with it is, surprise, a hotline to call in to find out more information about that album. Uh, Neon Indian has some East Coast dates this winter, and hopefully caught them last September when he passed through town. Behind me, this is Eli Miro. This is Pursuit, another fine track off of Volume 1 of the local Chapel Sound compilation. And Miro's been a key part of the West Coast bass scene for quite some time. To the point that he has a new track appearing on an album called The 12 Days of Bass Coast that popped up during Christmas. Still need to digest that album some, especially since I just discovered it yesterday. So I'll share some tracks with you as 2016 grows. Although, of course, if they're more Christmas appropriate, then we may save them for later in the year. Now, 2015 didn't end all happy, particularly for those folks more into rock, especially in the metal or punk vein. We all thought that Lemmy Kilmeister would outlive us all, but no, he ended up mortal, just like the rest of us. He was born Ian Fraser Kilmester, Christmas Eve in 1945, and he earned his nickname Lemmy during his school days in Wales, based on he often asked folks to lend me some money to play his preferred slot machines. He ended up joining bands like the Rainmakers, the Motown Sect, and the Rockin' Vickers. We're moving to London, becoming a roadie for Jimi Hendrix and the Nice. And he joined some short-lived acts like Sam Gopal and the Opal Butterfly. But he was recruited by the space rock band Hawkwind in 1971. He sang lead on some songs like their hit Silver Machine. And he showed off some of his double-fretted bass guitar style on albums starting with 1972's The Do Re Mi Fa Sol La Ti Do. Lemmy did write some of Hawkwind's songs at the time including a B-side that gave inspiration for his subsequent band after he got fired, tied uh, to a 1975 arrest in Windsor after being charged for crossing the American-Canadian border with some drugs. As a speed freak, it was only natural that he wrote a song that covers one of the amphetamine junkies' nicknames. So this will be Hawkwind. Lemmy on vocals here. The track is Motorhead, and we'll follow up with a track from the band once it gained um umlauts in its name. Prepare thine cells. This is Exploding Him Movies here. CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Things will get loud.
hardcore stuff is just is fast, very aggressive and loud, you know, music, angry music. Mr. Steeston Mike, welcome to the Flex Your Head Show on CITR 101.9 FM here in Vancouver. I'm um, here every Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Playing some punk and hardcore for you. Uh, if you want to hear something, feel free to give me a call at 604-822-2487 or swing by flexyourhead.net and send us an email with a request. Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR.
You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, broadcasting from UBC Student Nest here from unceded Musqueam Territory. Going up to Squamish and down to Bellingham, right out of here, Vancouver. You can find us online, www.citr.ca. This was a title track to the 1979 album Motorhead with Overkill. And originally, Lemmy wanted to call his post-Hawkwind band Bastard. But after getting some advice about names that uh, are allowed to appear in Top of the Pops, he opted to take the name of the last song he wrote for the prior band Hawkwind, which we heard before. Motorhead without the double dots over the second O. Overkill is notable not only for, of course, Lemmy's whiskey-soaked singing and heavy bass playing, including some uh, double stopping there, but uh, there's also the double bass drum attack there by Phil, the filthy animal Taylor, who was sick of seeing prog rock drummers highlight every drum and cymbal on their kit, but somehow not play them all. So he wanted to show them up by playing both bass drums at the same time. So everything you heard with a just imagine him running on that bass kit. Of course, it took some practice to do that, so he was working on that privately from the other way from the other guys to perfect the double drum attack, but then uh, Lemmy. And then guitarist Fast Eddie Clark walked in, and they were inspired to come up with what became a live staple. Their 1977 self-titled debut gave them their reputation. Overkill showed them hitting their stride, and of course their 1980 album, The Ace of Spades, kind of made them who they are. They inspired many guitar bands, be they punk rock, metal, or thrash. And you think about acts like The Damned. Megadeth, Metallica, Foo Fighters, and even the Ramones. And honestly, Lemmy probably played with a good portion of them. Anyways, 2015 marked the 40th, 5th, or the 40th anniversary of Motorhead. Marked the release of their 22nd and final album, Bad Magic. And there have been other drummers since Filthy Animal left, but he died due to liver failure on November 11th last year at the age of 61. That marked one end. And uh, let me recently celebrate his 70th birthday. In general, okay health, despite the onset of diabetes and hypertension. I think he had a pacemaker inside him, too. After a hard living life, he had to actually scale back on his daily bottle at Jack Daniels. After his 70th birthday, just two days later on Boxing Day, I uh, found out he was afflicted with an aggressive form of cancer, and he died two days later, Monday, December 28th, at the age of 70 at his home in L.A. And if you're around there, There'll be memorial services at the nearby Rainbow Bar and Grill. Saturday, January 9th from 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. Now, in the background, this is the mysterious Latvian producer Dominique Dumont with one of the songs off his record, Comme ça, and this is La Bataille de Neige. Just sort of like snow fight. Now, another recent death in the music world is Scott Whalen, found uh, dead in a tour bus prior to a show in Bloomington, Minnesota with his latest band, The Wildabouts. Of course, uh, there have been long, persistent problems with drugs in Wayland's world. Almost from when he kicked things off as the lead singer for the Stone Temple Pilots. Continuing on with Velvet Revolver. And, uh, yeah, despite uh, gaining an initial reputation as being a Pearl Jam knockoff, Stone Temple Pilots have uh, wound up gaining a reputation over the past 20 years as being a, a very more interesting band with more glammy and psych roots kind of a squandered opportunity that way. So, Wayland had died from a mixture of drugs found in his system, which itself had gone through decades of prior abuse when he was 48 years old. Now, since Exploding Hit Movies is primarily focused about movies, we'll dip into probably their most famous film song, 
drops even their most famous song of all, rolling another tragic tale tied to the 1994 film The Crow, which uh, had all the makings of a star film career by Bruce Lee's son, Brandon, until a prop gun failed and some shrapnel impaled him and it killed him. So from The Crow, this will be the Stone Temple Pilots with Big Empty. And then we'll touch upon another recent passing of the world, though, from the ska side. My name is Gak. This is CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Take a ride. 
For over 30 years, there has been one voice in the local Vancouver art scene that has stood above the rest, and that's Discorder, that conspiracy, punk rock, foxcore, sassy, still-publishing magazine from CITR. We're one of the established and trusted voices of Vancouver's music and arts culture in the Lower Mainland, with 8,000 copies distributed monthly to over 135 distribution locations, from the Lido to Zulu Records. Discorder is one of a few magazines published by a community radio station, and we only serve up the freshest local and Canadian goods. We have interviews with artists, album reviews, live show reviews, and articles about everything important to our crazy, unique, varied, and amazing culture in Vancouver and across the country. Pick up your free copy of Discorder today, or sign up to have it delivered to your door wherever you are. Check out our website for distribution locations and all the information about advertising and getting involved. Out of bed at 8 a.m. Out my head by half past ten. Out with mates and dates and friends. That's what I do at weekends. I can't talk and I can't walk But I know where I'm going to go I'm going to watch my money go At the Locarno, no When my feet go through the door I know what my right arm is for Buy a drink and pull a chair Up to the edge of the dance floor Sing through the night Trying to stop or start a fight I sit and watch the flashing lights Moving legs in footless tights I go out on Friday night And I come home on Saturday morning I go out on Friday night And I come home on Saturday morning I like to venture into town
Here it is Monday night. Hopefully we make it home well before Tuesday morning. With the B-side to their quintessential 1981 single, Ghost Town. That was the specials with Friday night, Saturday morning. And the drummer there, John Bradbury, passed away recently. He was actually the second drummer for the act around the time when they became a multicultural into sort of the uh, post-punk scene there in England. When soul and reggae were mixed in with the mods and the skinheads type music. And uh, the specials basically spawned the entire two-tone movement since they were on two-tone records. Two-tone exemplifying the idea of black and white. So Bradbury was a key part of the specials during their heyday. Even being part of the specials, a.k.a. with the song Free Nelson Mandela back in 1981. And yeah, John Bradbury passed away recently. Let me get the exact date here. And I somehow lost it, but yeah, he died at the age of 62 in the past couple of days. He wrote the song The Selector, something I should have shared with you. But I sort of like the uh, moodiness of that piece there. The selector actually inspired a, a band of the same name to fit as part of the second wave of ska scene. And the specials were a profound influence on the third wave, otherwise known as ska punk, in the mid to late 90s. And behind me, this is Guidewire from Regina, Saskatchewan, off of last year's Surge's EP. This track is Mar, Mar, Mar. As for other events that are happening in town, up the upcoming Italian Film Festival starts this Thursday, January 8th, and goes to 14th, and it raises awareness and promotes all aspects of Italian cinema. In collaboration with the Il Centro Italian Cultural Center, the Vancouver National Film Festival, and the Consulate General of Italy here in Vancouver, mixing contemporary and classic films from Italy's significant cinematic repertoire. And the Van City Cinema is holding all the events. It's at 1181 Seymour Street. And this year, the director, Pier Paolo Pasolini, is profiled. He was assassinated 40 years ago, November 2nd, 1975. So there'll be a photo exhibit highlighting one of his most famous movies, Arabian Nights, Il Fiore delle Mille alla Notte, from 1974. And it'll be joined by Abel Ferrara's biopic on the last day of Pasolini's life, simply known as Pasolini, from 2014. So the opening gala is Friday, January 8th at 7.15. It features a... Latin Lover. And then it'll be followed up by a classic Federico Fellini film, Ivitaloni. If you want to see Pasolini, it'll be screening Saturday, January 9th at 7 p.m., along with Wednesday, January 13th at 1 p.m. in the afternoon. And if you're looking for Arabian Nights, it screens Saturday, January 9th at 8.50 p.m., and again Thursday, January 14th at 6.30 p.m. Again, that is all at the Van City Theater. And you can check out www.if fest.ca I for Italian F for film fest.ca and that's got the full schedule that way up next we have some Project Pablo key part of the Vancouver music scene it's the alias of Patrick Holland and in exciting news he has a record due out next week long in the works I suspect it might be through 1080p because that's where a lot of his other materials come out from but keep your eyes peeled once I get a copy of it definitely try to share it with you what we'll do is we'll go back uh, to 2015 and uh, this is a b-side off of his 12-inch single i want to believe this will be project pablo with why though 
here on Exploding Head Movies, CITR, 101.9 FM, in Vancouver.
I knew I had a problem. I tried counting calories, eating and eating. Nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. Going back to 2009 off the Tub Trek EP, that was the late band Azita Booth with Fiji in Hearts. Just imagine the uh, Pacific Island Nation, a place like a tavern or hotel, and then uh, multiple beating blood things. Fiji in Hearts. That came out through the absolutely kosher label. Others in the background here, this is Landon with a uh, track that just appeared on SoundCloud a couple months ago. And this is I Can't Feel Like This, I Need to Sleep. Something I definitely feel like right now. 
Somebody's I need a holiday for my holiday. But I'm gonna be back on a plane tomorrow already. Anyway, speaking of Chapel Sound, um, along with playing us some Eli Murrow earlier in the show, let me tell you about the Chapel Sound takeover. So happening at the Biltmore Cabaret at 2828 Prince Edward Street on Friday, January 29th. Doors at 10:30. A whole bunch of the Chapel Sound Collective will be doing wonderful stuff live. And this includes acts like Hiroshi, BDG, Phil David, Loner, Joseph L'Etranger, Jade Statues, Shonic. The list just keeps going on and on. So if you like the Vancouver, or if not, just the West Coast, kind of the bassy scene. And of course, everything at this point now is post-dubstep. Forget it. It's atmospheric stuff like this. Do check it out. Again, Friday, January 29th. It's the Chapel Sound Takeover of the Biltmore Cabaret. Tickets start at $10. Now, some soundtracks are out this week that uh, you should definitely look into, or at least listen to, especially for films that uh, you may have seen. So uh, new ones are tied to uh, The Fifth Wave, with music by Henry Jackman. Uh, Bear McCreary does the music for The Forest, and he's been making plenty of music for film as of late. Volumes 1 and 2 of the TV series Mr. Robot are out via Mac Quayle. Uh, there's an actual proper release of the original score from a Straight Outta Compton done by Joseph Trapanese. And of course the original song track has been out for a while, both in clean and explicit versions. David Campbell, Westland Thornton, and other artists provide the music for the recent film Joy. And if you're still on a Christmas kick, Douglas Pipes does the music for Krampus. As we release this go, there's a vinyl version of The Amazing Spider-Man featuring the late composer James Horner. And there's a chance, actually, he might be Oscar eligible, as we'll find out soon. Of course, if you've been big on The Force Awakens, uh, well, there's a whole bunch of Star Wars soundtracks coming out featuring John Williams' music. Along with The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, there's something called The Ultimate Collection. And for uh, you vinyl fans of Tangerine Dream... Their music for Michael Mann's debut from 1981 called Thief is out. And that's something I've profiled years ago. I might actually have to update the vinyl I have because mine's pretty worn. As we'll get into Disaster Piece soon, and I was thinking about some chiptune type music to share with you, but I decided to go with footwork. And uh, the late DJ Rashad had a posthumous EP release last uh, month, or actually last year. This will be DJ Rashad off the 6613 EP featuring Tazo. This will be your hot.
friends? Well, we like you, so become a member and get a Friends of CITR card. Not only does it make you special, but it gives you all kinds of deals with our friends on Main Street, including 10% off an anti-social skateboard shop, Devil May Wear, Red Cat Records, Woo Vintage Clothing, and more. Visit CITR.ca for more, or come check us out in the nest. Tune in every Thursday from 11 p.m. till midnight for Copy and Paste with your host, Tim, a.k.a. Autonomy, the very best in underground dance music. Before we do this, hello, hello, boy, this is exciting. Exploding head movies.
So from the soundtrack to the 2012 independent video game called Fez, that was Disaster Piece with Forgotten, and behind me, this is Death. And Disaster Piece will be our profile here this week to start off 2016 on Exploding Head Movies. And Disaster Piece is the alias of Rich Breland, who was born in 1986, and he calls Berkeley, California his home base. And uh, he's a proficient chiptune composer. To the point he's worked on multiple video games, to the point I can't even begin to list them all. It's only just been the past few years. But Fez was probably the breakout one for him. So it's based on a two-dimensional puzzle platform game that suddenly uh, spawns into a 3D world that you can rotate around. You play the character of Gomez, who lives peacefully on a 2D two-dimensional plane until he finds the uh, titular hat witnesses the breakup of a giant golden hexahedron and tears apart the fabric of space-time. And suddenly there are three dimensions to this two-dimension world. Greenland spent about 14 months working on the soundtrack at night, using soft synth pads and reverb. And it highlights a close-to-80s synth sound. When he opted to forego percussion, incorporate distortion techniques like bit-crushing and wow. And I have to admit, it's only been recently since I started playing Fez. I remember being told at the time that it was mandatory playing. I remember my brother point blank saying, you need to download this via Steam. In my case, I barely have any free time, but I think once our inclement weather kicked in, I started playing with it, and I did play it for multiple hours, and I still like going into that world. Uh, portions of the Fez soundtrack actually dynamically change between several dozen constituent elements and reactions to the game environment. For example, the track we're about to hear has elements that change musical key based on the in-game time of day. So from Fez, this will be a disaster here with Puzzle. We'll listen to a couple cues from Fez before we go into another sort of a groundbreaking work of his, his music for the last years, It Follows.
So from the soundtrack to the 2012 indie game, Fez, we heard Disaster Piece. First with Puzzle, and then Beacon. And several of the tracks were intended to imitate uh, real-world sounds like bats, thunderstorms, Tycho, and then water falling from stalactites. Some of the tracks were expanded for improvisations that Disaster Piece had done. He was inspired by parts by the Lord of the Rings Shire theme, 1980s horror soundtracks, some uh, demo scene games, Legend of Zelda dungeon music, the Mass Effect soundtrack, some Tangerine Dream, and then Steve Reich. Naturally, in the wake of the success of Fez, everyone was expecting that Fez 2, a sequel, would have been a sure thing that would have happened in 2013. But uh, the main man behind Fez, Philip Fish, had a breakdown in a Twitter fight with a video game journalist. At that point, he pulled out of the video game industry completely based on the negativity involved. And Fez 2 was summarily cancelled. One of the fans of Fez as a game was a director, David Robert Mitchell. He's a director of a short from 2002 called Virgin, and in 2010 he did a uh, drama called The Myth of the American Sleepover. But uh, he lost many nights playing Fez on his own, and he reached out to Disasterpiece to provide the soundtrack for a horror film based on a dream that he had, whereby he was pursued by a predator. That would always slowly be walking towards him. That was the inspiration for the 2014 film It Follows. In the background, there's a disaster piece with a cue from it called Doppel. The disaster piece worked quickly on the score after watching it, and the film basically stars a whole bunch of you know, teenagers. One of them hooks up with a guy, and it turns out he has a curse that uh, anyone who sleeps with or at least in his case, well, it's a continuing on with a curse that uh, passed from onwards to, from host to host, as it were. Uh, a supernatural being would only appear to that person, slowly walking towards him to kill him. The only get way to get rid of it is to pass it on to someone else. And if that person dies, then it comes back to the previous host that way. So... In lieu of the standard horror tricks of, you know, people leaping out of the screen and shock and surprise and whatnot that way, uh, there was more element of dread. As the teens here, set in a timeless part of Detroit, try to understand what happened. And Disaster Pieces score exemplifies that. So we're going to start off with the main title to It Follows with a few other cues. I'll see how much time we have here. This is Exploding Head Movies, CITR. 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
So from the soundtrack to the 2015 film, It Follows, we heard the title. And then a cue named after an old card game. The only way really to not lose is just to keep passing cards over. Extending nicely as a metaphor about the film called Old Maid. Then we heard a little bit of Company. Where we closed with Inquiry. And uh, a lot of uh, accolades for a disaster piece came highlighting... Love uh, comparisons to music like John Carpenter, Vangelis, and Tangerine Dream. And uh, Freeland, the man behind. Disaster piece worked quickly. We managed to do the score in three weeks. And originally, the director David Robert Mitchell had hoped to release It Follows just on video on demand, but based on some of the early feedback that he got from people watching it, he basically pushed it right to the screens, hit the festival circuit, and uh, became a big deal on the independent horror scene last year. Disaster Pieces site, disasterpiece.com, although there's the handy shortened URL, disaster.pizza, uh, brings you to a site full of his music portfolio. There's a lot of video games at hand there with great titles, like Monsters Ate My Birthday Cake, The Floor is Jelly, and a whole bunch of uh, Fez-related remixes. And if you want to catch them live, well, he's going to be part of the Moogfest this year in Durham, North Carolina, May 19th to 22nd. He'll be joining acts like Gary Newman, Laurie Anderson, Sunno, One of Tricks Point Never, Raji, Reggie Watts, The Orb, a whole bunch of others. The listing is great. Just go to moogfest.com and you can see everything that's involved there. 
And Disaster Piece actually makes a cameo, giving out high school announcements. Anyways, that's going to be it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it is The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And it'll take you to midnight. So stay tuned to CITR for some quality 2016-type music. If you missed any of this week's episode, it'll be eventually up on the Exploding Hit Movies show page at www.citr.ca. And if you subscribe to the podcast for iTunes, it'll be pushed out to all your devices. You can follow me on Twitter at 100air, and Exploding Hit Movies is also on Facebook and Tumblr, but you can email me anytime RadioFreeGack at gmail.com. So next week, uh, we'll do a score that is not nominated for Best Original Score this year due to having too many composers, and they'll be The Revenant, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hardy, and a man dressed up in a bear suit. Maybe I'll touch upon the Golden Globes, which will happen this Sunday, January 10th, with the big news coming up with the Oscar nominations next Thursday, January 14th. It'll be announced at 5.30 a.m. Pacific, so for the following weeks be our annual profiles on the best song and score nominees along with some forgotten tracks not for consideration leading up to the 88th Academy Awards to be presented Sunday, February 28th now behind me, this is BT with the main title to the 2005 film Stealth why this? I was looking at films and other media set in the futuristic year of 2016 Maybe I'll dig up some Neo Genesis at some point. As we'll close with Juan McLean here, this is a uh, 2013 track released through the mighty DFA label. And at this point, LCD Sound System are confirmed for Coachella, reuniting after five years. But here's one of the members, Nancy Wang. This is You Are My Destiny. Take care, and Happy New Year.
Wow, that's a neat sound, of course. And there's more neat sounds to follow. You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Broadcasting right out here at the University of British Columbia on unceded Musqueam territory. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show coming right up right now. Do but 